Welcome to the Empower You Financial Podcast. I am your host, CEO and founder of Empower You Financial, Eva Palacios. What's up, guys? Oh my God, I am super excited. I am actually extra excited if you can already tell. Um, and for those of you who are catching it on the YouTube, you can clearly see why I'm excited. Um, today we have a special guest. What up, what up? <laughs> we got Mr. David Garcia here. Um, and a lot of you, you know, a lot of you who have been following me for years, you know, have seen him. Um, it's, it's been a while. It's yeah. been a while. Yep. And it's so crazy because we were just talking about how, like, this is your first time actually on set. Yep, in person, live. Last last podcast was over Zoom. <laughs> over I had Zoom. a screen, was able to hide behind that. Now we out in person, live. It's, it's different. It's fun, though. It's fun. We feel the energy now. I love it. Right, right. Yeah. It's definitely a, a whole different vibe. Um, and it's about time. Like, guys, I am so sorry. Like, <laughs> I, be, I be sleeping on like it's yep. been a minute been too long i've been sleeping on long. people sleeping on things and we're gonna get to that in a little bit um but first yes i wanted to bring david on here um because i have been if y'all haven't noticed in the last couple of months i've really been just talking out loud about life insurance yeah benefits and and leaving a legacy and protecting our families and um and, and honestly, like, I don't know why I wasn't talking about it more, especially considering, considering the losses that I've had, that we've had in our family. Right, and, right. Um, and, and it has nothing to do with, like, being uncomfortable. It's just that I think with many, right, we're just go, go, go. We're, we're go, 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 work, 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 you know, you know, make sure that, that you know, we're balancing things out that we just kind of forget. Yeah, and it's it's not really a priority because we don't really grow up talking about this subject, right? Right, and that's what I really love uh, uh, being in the industry. I talk about it a lot uh, at home, even my kids. Every time I'm on a phone call or on a Zoom call, my my son Grayson's like, "Are you on a life insurance call? Are you guys talking about <laughs> life insurance?" And so yes. it's part of his vocabulary growing up. So when he becomes a teenager or young adult, yes. it won't be new territory for him, right? It'll be yeah. something that's relatable, something that's comfortable to him, something he's been saving in for 15, 20 years, you know, later for now. And uh, it's just, I, I really appreciate that, that we're able to speak that language in the household. That, and that, right, that is so true. I mean, you know, sometimes I think back to growing up and I'm like, what were we listening to growing up? Definitely a lot of TV, like yep, a lot of cartoons, yeah. <laughs> yep. you know, a lot of family shows. Like I, I legit like feel like I was raised in front of a TV. Yeah. I had no idea about personal de development, you know, who Jim Ron was. Nope. Um, I grew up playing sports. So our way to pump up for games was listening to music, right? Yeah. Having your favorite song, having your playlist ready before, before the game. And that was, that was it. It was yeah. music and TV entertainment basically. Yeah. Right. So now transitioning into this entrepreneur life, right? Self-employment. Um, you're really transitioning to what you're taking in. Yes. You know, so part of that is, is leveling up, but also sharing that and having those conversations within the household with your spouse, with your kids. And uh, it's new. It's, it's different. It's not something we're used to. Yeah. yeah. And and it's so crazy because, you know, I, I think I, I I look at at our relationship. I look at, you know, the Lions. I look at our meetups. I look at just what rooms we're in. And sometimes, like, if you ever catch me, like, in the zone, like, with a moment by myself, <laughs> it's because I, 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 I catch myself and I put my, myself in a moment of reflection. Mm, and yeah. I look all around and I'm like, man, 
to be not just number one, to be in the room, but to be in the room knowing the information that is exchanged in this room is just so powerful. Right. Right. Because you could be in a room to where it's nothing but chaos, nonsense, bad energy, you know, talking about all kinds of things that don't even matter. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can be in a room where it's just financial credit, wealth building, you know, breaking those generational curses, talking about the traumas and, 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 and yes, we were raised in a certain way, but we don't have to stay there and we can literally change the conversations. And, and I'm going to be real. Like it, it starts with me and my family. It starts with me. Yeah. I mean, you know, what, what about you? Let's let, let's let some people know like who, who is David? Like who's David? You know, where, where are you from? What you do? And, um, and let's talk about it because I think, you know, a lot of the times, too, it's, you know, especially we're on social media, a lot of people may assume, oh, they were raised in this environment. <laughs> they know yeah. this stuff. But, like, let's be real and authentic with the audience. Like, you know, where, where you come from? How yep. were you raised? I, I grew up and raised in Stockton, all right? The 209, not known for being a, a very wealthy city, high-income mm. city, right? I think our, our uh, average income right now is $50,000 a year household income. Right around that, and again, the challenge is because our household expenses is around the same amount, yes. right? Which is why, okay, if we're so stuck in that, whatever comes in goes out, there doesn't leave room for wealth building, right? Saving for yourself, investing for yourself, and so I came from a really old school mentality, right? Save, 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 mm-hmm. right? Never invest, don't spend your money. I mean, it gets to the point where I, when I want to go to the store to buy some Jordans, it would take me three, four, five trips just to look at them. Do I really want to buy these Jordans mm-hmm. for myself? Right, because they cost a hundred and fifty dollars, two hundred dollars, whatever they were. Yeah. Right. My dad was like, "What are you doing? Why do you keep leaving the house for?" I'm like, "Well, because I'm stuck <laughs> in this mindset of don't let money go because I wasn't, I didn't grow up with an abundance of it." Right. Right. And so, uh, yeah, I grew up at, at a warehouse uh, background where I, I, my my dad was in warehouse, my brothers were in warehouse, so I kind of fell into that environment. Yeah. My first career was warehouse. Yeah. Right. Now I grew, I grew to be uh, a supervisor in the company. Yeah which was making pretty good income for young 20s. Got my degree at, at Sacramento State University. Never used it. Mm-hmm. Have my degree. Never use it like a lot of us out there. But I wanted to get it to let my kids know, hey, if college is an option, they're not going to be the first ones, right? They now have a road, a path to to get, you know, where they want to be and, and they won't it won't be new to them. So, um, yeah, from there, I knew Warehouse wasn't for me, mm-hmm. right? Long hours, um, you know, working overnight, working holidays, some weekends, it wasn't for me. So that's when I transitioned into the self-employed world of being a newspaper contractor, mm. right? So I would contract people to deliver newspapers. And uh, the challenging part was trying to find people to deliver newspapers. Because, mm. again, seven nights a week, delivering papers, not a great paying job. So I had to be out there throwing papers every single night, basically your paper boy. That's crazy because I'm like, we still deliver newspapers? <laughs> like, newspapers still exist? Right, yeah. Like, I remember growing up and every morning, like, we go get the newspaper. Now, like, I don't know, I go running and I don't see no newspapers. So, like, yeah. is that still a thing? Yeah, it's a thing, but we're not on bikes anymore, right? And that's why, because <laughs> right. not everyone gets a paper, right? So yeah. now they have to drive blocks, drive to different cities. So I was running multiple mm-hmm. counties. And being self-employed, I was still having to trade in my time to make money. Mm. And that's where the challenge was with a growing family, right? I have four kids, beautiful wife, growing family. Um, It was really hard to make time for them, but also make time for myself. But I guess looking at my background, you don't see finances anywhere, right? So I was really introduced to this um, about five years ago, 
right? Became a client first, knew life insurance was important, didn't really know where to go to get the information because it wasn't really talked about in our community. Yeah. So thankfully, I came across a policy with living benefits and was a client first, got into an accident. I'll share my story a little bit deeper in a little bit, but then transitioned to a licensed agent because of how much the policy benefited us. Right. And then wanted to share this information with people because it wasn't talked about a lot. So let, let me pause you right there. Did your parent did your did did your parents before this did they have life policies? No, nope, they didn't have life insurance. Nothing. Nothing. Same same with mine. Like yeah. like as you're sharing your story about how you you know you grew up, you know, like me too. Like, you know, my dad worked for Bank of America for 35 plus years. Guess what? He had a great retirement. Hmm. Great retirement. No life insurance. Mom? Nothing. No retirement. Or life insurance. So by the time I got involved, in essence, it was too late because she just already had all these health conditions right. that there was just no way. And it's, and it's again, we're not, this isn't taught in schools. It, it's not talked about in the household. So like literally, we're the first ones to now bring it into our families to change yeah. the generations. Yep, yep. So, okay. Yeah. And that's, that's, that was the challenging part, was trying to introduce this to my family, my parents, my close ones. Uh, it, was, it was very new to them. Like, no, I already have life insurance. I'm good. Or I have it through work. So now it's about, okay, let me educate on the different types and let me get more yes. educated myself so I know how to respond, guide, and lead and really customize a plan to fit them, right? Because people are in their 20s, 30s, 40s. The policies need to be designed to the individual. It's not your typical auto and home. Let me throw you a quote. What do you feel? Right. This is where a lot of people, hey, just send me a quote. I'm like, no, this is life. This is customized. Right. This is deeper than any other policy out there. So that's where me taking time to look more into it uh, until I got to a point where I was able to, I guess, be more independent and share with more of my family, friends and and, and the community uh, is where I started transitioning in the business a lot. Wow. Wow. And And I love when you say. It needs to be customized. Because we don't think, right? We we kind of lump some this product like we're insuring our vehicles. Right. Like we are insuring our our properties. Like we're insuring things. Our phones. Our right? phones. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man, don't even get me started on, on <laughs> how many people insure their phones and they don't even insure themselves. Right. Guys, guys, this is why we're here, though, is to educate. So so let me take it back because there's, there's one important thing that I do want to talk about is because we're, we're here to educate is but david I, I already have life insurance through my work right. like like no like i'm good i'm good my my work got me yeah. let's talk to the people what that really means and things to understand about a life insurance policy that is a benefit through your employer like what should people really understand about that yeah so think about Life insurance through work is very similar to like health insurance through work. Whenever you quit or leave or retire from that job, that health insurance coverage doesn't follow you, mm. right? Neither will that life insurance policy, right? It's around while you're employed. And if you're there for 5, 10, 15 years, every year you wait to get insured, again, we don't buy life insurance with just our bank account. We buy it with our health as well. Right. right? So who knows if 5, 10, 15 years down the road, if we'll still qualify due to our health, but also it'll be more expensive and challenging to get when we're older, yes. right? Very similar to pushing off retirement. The longer we wait, the more challenging it becomes to save for retirement. Mm. Where now it becomes unaffordable, and that's where we see a lot more people working 
into their mid to late 60s, early 70s. Right. Right, because of lack of information. Right, right. And and in essence, and, and let's dig a little bit deeper about how those employer, you know, insurance policies work. It's a group. I mean, yeah. like, let's be real. The reason it's free or it's a low-cost benefit, it's because your employer purchases it as a group policy. Right, correct. Therefore, in essence, they can give it to you, you know, free or pennies per se, but also the coverage. Yeah. The coverage may not even be enough for you and your family. Yeah. Let's talk about that because, you know, at the job that I was at for 17 years, you know, I started at 17, so I didn't know no better. I learned as I grew with the company. But again, there was nobody telling me, Eva, you just had a baby. It's time to get more. You, you, know, you just got married. It's time to get more. You now have three kids. It's time to yeah. get more. Nobody was telling me. Yeah. And not until like really I started getting, you know, good with, you know, finances and, and wealth building. I looked at my work policy and they were like, well, if if you if you pass while you are employed, we'll pay you two times your annual salary. Mm. And I thought to myself, that's not even enough. No. Like, OK, two times of my annual salary if I'm no longer here. Yeah. That's only that's not even gonna buy two years. Nope. Right. Probably yeah. less, like depending upon what our financial situation was, right? So guys, like you really need to understand what you have and how it works. Because God forbid something happen and, and you just don't have enough. And and that was like one thing that really stood out. I was like, wait a minute. Hold the phone. And this is where sometimes, again, we work, work, work. We go, go, go. And we don't pay attention. All we know is we got life insurance, but we don't even know how it works. Yep, yep. We don't even know if it's enough coverage. Oh, my goodness. Yep. They think we're good. Right? All they, Most people I talk to, they know they're insured. Sometimes they don't even remember the name of the company. Oh, yeah. They, they just understand they have a premium. They don't know what that premium means because uh, most people see life insurance as an expense. Yes. Right. So if we think of it as in a cost, as most average life insurance agent will focus on the cost and get you a low cost policy. Yep. And every time we look for a discounted rate, we're going to get a discounted experience. Mm -hmm. Life insurance on vacations, on experiences. Right. So this is where, OK, if we feel we need more life insurance, that's more cost. Why do we need more cost? Yeah. Right. So that's where we got to really focus on what is the value of it. Mm -hmm. And as we grow in our business or job or growing family we need more value we're worth more so we need more and that's what we, if we focus and understand the value we're like okay i know i want multiple millions to pass down yeah. but also the way i'm utilizing it different ways but also most people i run into most families i run into they're underinsured mm. like you mentioned we'll give you one year's worth of income two years worth of income is that enough time for my spouse to make the adjustments to make up for the financial burden that was just lost Right. Right. Give her time to mourn, pay for the bills, pay for the burial, all this stuff that goes into the loss. And and a, a good portion of it is going to go towards the burial and the funeral expenses. Yep. So right there, right there, let's just pretend, you know, back back then, let, let's just pretend, you know, they would have cashed out 200,000. Well, guess what? 20, 30, 40 grand of it is now going towards funeral and burial. And it's like, OK, now you have this much to yeah. figure out what to do with. Oh my gosh. Right. So yeah. Scary. For example, I have a, a close friend of mine. Um, she said I can share her story. So they have $50,000 policies each husband and wife. Wife is a stay at home mom. Husband makes about $150,000 a year. And I asked her, I was like, if something were to happen to him, 
How long would that fifty thousand dollars last you guys? Man. She said maybe about three to four months. Yeah. Right? Is that enough time for you to mourn, get over the loss, and now make the adjustments to find a job that's gonna pay you a hundred fifty thousand dollars? Right. Right. So those are things you gotta think about, right? Uh, finding a plan that fits your family, fits your needs, fits your goals. There's multiple different ways to go out, go out, go or or approach to what does it look like to be fully insured through a policy, yeah. right? So this is where if you guys are getting quotes from insurance agents, ask them to stop, right? Let's sit down and mm. customize a plan and go over how do we customize and make sure it fits us today, five years from now, ten years from now. And again, if you ever have a growing family or you know, get a, a raise or, or increase in salary. Well, you guys can always get multiple policies, right? There's yes. no limit on how many policies you have. There's only a limit on how much coverage you get, right? Because again, what life insurance is, the purpose of it is to replace income, replace money, wealth building. So you have to have income or assets to qualify, mm. right? That's so good. That's so good. Okay, so we just, you know, talked about, in essence, uh, group policies through employers, mm -hmm. Um, let's, let's talk about like an, another basic, because I know a lot of people out there, me included, like, I didn't know, I didn't know. I'm gonna be honest. Like we had life insurance policies and I was like, we good. And then I met David through a networking group almost five years ago. And, um, and through that networking group, you know, we have opportunity to, in essence, talk about what we do and why we're so passionate about it. And I, I remember, you know, David sharing his story of how he became a client first and, and that right there was super compelling. So let's, let's start there and let's dig deep on that. And then we can transition to talking about the different types of policies that people hear, but yeah. they still don't understand how they work. Right. Right. So what really made me make a decision on this company, as far as getting a life insurance right away, because again, life insurance, I never really dug deep into it. it I always, always joked about life insurance as that's a bet that I can't cash out on. Right. That's for the family. How am I ever going to see the money? So I always put it off. Right. But it wasn't until I heard about this concept called living benefits. Right. And most people think they have living benefits because they think it's the ability to access their cash value. Right. Living benefits is different. Every permanent policy builds cash value. OK. What living benefits are, it allows you to accelerate your death benefit in life. Right. Some qualifying events need to happen, which we'll go over in a minute, but that's what living benefits are. And that's what stood out to me when getting this policy because it was very new to the industry. Yeah. Most life insurance policies, we have to die to use, right? So once yes. I heard about these living benefits, right, on top of that, they were added for free, free additional features to a policy. I'm like, yes, let's go. Mm. Let's figure out what customized plan works best for me. And then four months later after I got that policy, I got in a car accident. Mm. never broken a bone in my body couldn't predict this was going to happen i'm not a too extremist i'm a homebody right but a lot of driving going home from newspapers uh traffic came to a complete stop rear-ended the car in front of me and fractured my pelvis dislocated my femur and was rushed over to the county hospital wow right didn't know what was going on like i said never broken a bone in my body at the time my wife was pregnant with our fourth kid we were in the middle of you know buying a house but also selling our house before the baby was born Right. Life was happening. Right. Life will continue to happen. I was coaching mm -hmm. sports as well. We had three kids at the time. And, you know, the doctor said I'd be out of work for about seven months. Wow. Right? They said, you know, sorry, wow. Dave, your leg is never going to be the same. Mm. Right. When I think about it now, I'm like, you know what, doc? He was right. My leg is never the same. Yeah. Right. Never before that day, I could have impacted people like I do now because of this injury. Mm. Right. So now, again, because we had living benefits. Right. National Life Group, the insurance company we're partnered with issued me a check for $60,000 tax-free 
as an early acceleration of my death benefit. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we need to break that yeah, down yeah. because I know when you told me that story, I'm like, wait a minute. Life insurance that we all believe we cannot access until we pass. And once we're passed, like we don't access it. The family accesses it. Now, not now, it's been around, but in your case, they in essence cashed you out. Right. Not those, not the entire thing, but you got like 60 grand. Yep. Tax free. Tax free to basically care for you and your family because now you can't work. Right. You're recovering. And and I can't even fathom the idea of Lauren being pregnant with Emmy and trying to figure out how I'm going to earn an income. If it wasn't for that, like, where would you guys be? Oh, man. Honestly, it would have been a challenge. Again, we had savings. With that savings, but the goal was to buy a house. Yeah. Right? So seven months not being able to work, trying to buy a house, trying to juggle a new family, right? A newborn. Who knows? And this is the reason why most foreclosures, most bankruptcies, mm. right, are due to medical-related bills and medical-related expenses. Yes. Right? Because typically when it happens to us, whether it's a heart attack, stroke, cancer, injury, something that takes us out of work, loss of income, we're spending more time in the hospital for recovery, treatment, uh, bills stack up. Yeah. Right? We see more and more GoFundMe accounts due to these medical-related bills and issues. Yeah. But never really replaces our income. Yeah. Right? So being able to utilize this tool to protect us financially, yeah. accelerate that money tax-free that we do not have to pay back, yep. just gave us a huge, I guess, ability to keep keep going without worrying about where's, where's grocery going to come from next month. Right. Absolutely. How are we going to keep the lights on? How are we going to continue our lifestyle with the yeah. kids in sports, buy this new home, keep going after the goals we were trying to accomplish? And and I just want to take a moment to play back a worst case scenario, mm. right? You were in transition of buying a house, saving for the house. Let's say you didn't have living benefits. Now you have no income. You guys would have dipped mm. into the savings that then, that then prevents you from buying the house. And who knows, like, you run out of money, now you can't pay the car, now there's a repossession, you can't buy the house, now you got to go into renting. Like, it is a downward spiral of just all this ugliness. And see, these are the things that, like, yeah. nobody thinks about and, right. and nobody expects. But unless we are protected, it's crazy because like we had a conversation earlier this morning. We had a, a, a consult with with, you know, a good friend of mine. And I'm like, man, I, I had, you don't think about these things until somebody presents it, which is why I'm like, we need to talk more about this. Yeah. Like we need to talk more about this because when you don't have that coverage. Well, first of all, if you don't have it, you don't know no different. Right. But I will say this, when you have it, I know I tend to walk around a little bit different. Yeah. I, I walk around with a different type of posture knowing if something were to happen, my kids are good. Right. My kids are good. And not just that. Like, it's so crazy because, like, I sometimes I'm like, do people think like I think? Because, <laughs> like, literally, like, this may sound crazy, but literally I thought to myself, if something happened to me, my boys have David. And here's why. Mm -hmm. When Will passed, I mean, you know, 
And for those, you know, who are new listeners, you know, I lost my husband almost two years ago in September. And, um, and we lost him due to COVID. And both of us were sick with COVID. And I just remember, like, being in the bed and just praying. And we were sick, like, legit COVID for 14 days. And, um, and you know, and, and he ended up in the hospital and he didn't make it. And, and I'm still, reco- I'm still like fighting for my life through COVID while he's in the hospital. And I'm trying to like deal with all of this. And then, you know, when, when we lost him, I just remember, you know, there's, there's little thing. I don't remember everything, but there's little things that happened that really stood out. And one of those was David. You know, he called me and he was like, I know you're going through a lot. I've already made the phone call. I've already submitted and, and let NLG know. So you're going to get an email. You're going to get a DocuSign. You know, fill out that paperwork as quickly as you can. Then they're going to call you. They're going to ask you some questions. And they're going to start that process. And all I thought was, thank goodness for you. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know anybody. And, and maybe, guys, like if, if you've experienced this, please share. Like, please like comment and let us know. But I don't know anybody that has lost somebody that said their insurance person called them to help them process this paperwork. Because I promise you guys, if you've gone through any type of loss, paperwork is the last thing you're going to want to think about. Finances are the last thing you're thinking about. But knowing that you've got somebody in your corner that in essence is there, because they know, they're familiar, they're with the company. That's a level of service. Guys, that's another thing. Like, you know I'm always preaching about don't just do business to do business. Like, do business with intention. Right. Do business with people who provide you that level of service, that operate in excellence because this is what they were born to do. So, yeah, so I remember that part, and I just thought to myself, man, if anything were to happen to me, David's got, got us. I got you. Boys, you know, my boys, like, they have all these people that I know. Something were to happen, I'm in heaven, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, and that was honestly a new experience for me. Like, it was it was challenging because, uh, again, you guys being close friends of mine, uh, it was challenging, but I knew it was my responsibility to take leadership and yeah. allow you that time to focus on family, yeah. right, where I took care of the finances, took care of the paperwork, took care of the calls, and mm-hmm. I forget it's insurance, right? There's claims, there's, there's paperwork that needs to be done. And, and, yeah. and I guess what I really leaned on a lot was my experience, yeah. right? My living benefit claim, it allowed me to sit as a client, but also an agent as well to kind of see the process and understand the paperwork, understand and build relationship with our, uh, you know, company and, and case managers and whatnot. But it just, it was definitely prepared me for the next event. Absolutely. Right? And that's so important, right? It's so important. I mean, you know, it, is devastating to have to go through and file a claim for yourself or file a claim for one of your clients. But at the end of the day, it's, you don't have to, you don't have to, but you do because that's who you are and that's your heart. And that's super important because while you do that, you're learning. And, and every time we learn, we know more, we can, in essence, do better and provide an even exceptional service for the next time this happens. Right. So that right there is huge, guys. Um, so let's transition a little bit and let's talk about, you know, the two 
types of common insurances that people are familiar with, which is the whole life and the term. Yeah. Um, break break those down. Yep, what, do, yep. what do those mean? Yeah, so they actually fall into two different categories with the term. I always break down as very like renting properties, right? Then we have permanent, which when people think of a permanent policy, they automatically think about whole, mm-hmm. right? Because it's been around for the longest, mm-hmm. right? But just like everything else is transitioning in this world, right? They transition and created a hybrid of the index universal life type of policy. But let me go back and break down term. Term is just like renting a house, right? You rent a policy for a term amount of years, whether it's 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Okay. Right? All you're doing is paying for the cost of insurance to insure you for that time frame. When your term is up, right, you have to reapply. Reapply. So ten. let's say use a 10-year term as example. Okay. 10 years later, you're 10 years older. So your health has declined a little bit, but also your 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 mortality rate has shrunken because you're now older. Mm. So cost of insurance will increase. And who knows if we'll still qualify because life happens. Wow. Right. So people getting 30 year terms at the young age of 20 where cost of insurance is very low. And then 50 now they're 50 years old, 30 years later, and they go to get another term policy. That term policy is so expensive mm. and very unaffordable for most. Wow. So so in essence, let's lean you know, out devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. I, I have a term policy. I'm making my monthly payments. And if I were to pass, then obviously the family gets what I paid for. But once 10 years passes, like that no longer works. Yeah, cash is gone. All that savings. So all that money I put in for 10 years. Correct. Gone. Correct. Yeah, yep. yeah. People the- go after because it's 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 a lower cost. It's affordable today. I was gonna ask you, like, why do people even do that? Like, yeah. that doesn't even sound like that's a good deal. Yeah, because again, people think about it's life insurance is an expense, mm. right? They're not customized. They're giving quotes. So yeah. now that's where the customization comes into play to show them the value and how they can make it more personal for themselves. Got it. You know, and that's where people are like, well, I just spent ten years worth of premium. What what happened to all that? Well, it's lost. So in the long term, the long run, term insurance, in essence, gets more expensive because they, they typically less than 1% of people actually pass away within their term. Wow. So all that money being lost, saved to the insurance company, again, lost for the client. But again, wow. it does it, it did its purpose where it protected you for those set amount of years you signed up for. Yeah. And then they got to reapply. But the things to consider is once it's done, mm-hmm. you, in essence, paid and, and your money is gone. Right. Number one. Number two, you're older. Yeah. So now when you go into it again, it's going to be more expensive. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, more expensive because you are older and you may, your health in essence may have declined. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And again, wow. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not here to bash term because again, every policy has its purpose. Absolutely. Just like people, right? Not everyone jumps in and buys their home for the first house they live in. Some people rent for a year or two. But if you guys have term or make that your first option, also make it an option to upgrade and get your permanent policy soon, right? Make that part of the game plan. Don't just stick with term. Okay, I'm going to buy term and invest the difference. That's very old school mentality. The challenge with most most Americans today is they buy term and spend the difference. Mm -hmm. They don't invest it. They don't save it, right? They go and spend it. So this is where when we package things together with our permanent policy where now your policy, your life insurance is taken care of, and now money is growing and working for you within the policy. And that's where the permanent policies come into play. Mm. Right? So the two types of permanent policies are whole life and universal life. Mm. Right? Whole life. Uh, we write we write all three policies. But whole life has a higher cost of insurance 
because of the guarantees that are tied to it, okay. right? Typically, a more uh, a policy more geared for people who are planning for estate planning, mm-hmm. right? Um, but again, it's a higher cost of insurance because they have these guaranteed riders to make sure the policy doesn't lapse long terms. Lapse just means run out of funding, mm-hmm. right? Because the last thing you want to do is pay into a policy for twenty years, but just not funded correctly, and all of a sudden, year twenty one. That policy is gone because it ran out of funds to support the policy. Wow. Okay, so whole life is more expensive, but also it grows with a fixed rate, right? Very slow and steady. Um, this is where universal life kind of transition and making a bigger impact now as long as it's structured the right way, right? It's got to be customized the right way to fit whatever goal you're going after with that policy. So yeah. universal life has a lower cost of insurance than whole life, but also there's different options the way you can choose your money to grow within the policy. There's fixed. You can choose fixed. If you like slow and steady, like whole life, you know what you're going to get. You can choose a fixed universal life or you can choose an indexed universal life, Mm. right? Indexing allows you to grow your money with the market. But the beautiful thing about indexing is it has a 0% floor, right? Which means anytime the market performs negative, like last year, we lock in your gains, lock in your contribution and our clients never lose a dollar. Wow. Wow. Yep, so which def- which yep. that basically means for if any of you have ever heard the the acronym or the word IUL, mm-hmm. that's yep. exactly what that is. And when David educated me on this, I'm like, wait, what? What? <laughs> I put into something that I don't lose money on, but if something were to happen to me in terms of sickness, Ill- illness, or injury, I have access to that? Let, let, let's yeah. let the people know let the people know because i'm like yes, yes what in the world and the thing is is this been around for years mm-hmm. but again we get fixated on the whole the term the group policies that we, we hear something new and we're like no nah, that's for the rich folks yeah that, again. That we can't we can't afford that yeah that that's too that's over my head i don't understand it it sounds too good to be true no i'm good david yeah, and that's what people think. People think life insurance is for the wealthy, right? And typically, we it's for, for the wealthy usually because the wealthy people share the information amongst other wealthy people, yes. right? So you don't have to be wealthy to do the things that they do. You just have to have that wealthy mindset and be able to receive the information, be open to learning, and make it a target for, hey, if today doesn't work for me to save, let me make it a target so I can get things in order so I can start saving up for that plan or whatever it is we have working for us. So... Again, there are companies out there who specialize and only offer term yeah. with the death benefit, right? Some companies out there who offer term and permanent, whether it's whole life or universal life, but only a death benefit. Again, where we come in, we can give you the same thing, death benefit, but now we're adding these living benefits for free, mm-hmm. right? Giving you access to your death benefit in life, right? Just like it happened in my situation. I had no cash value in my policy. It was a permanent policy, but I just received that policy four months prior to my accident. Wow. Right, but because these living benefits allows us to access that death benefit, right? So what that means is if someone has some kind of terminal illness, right, temporary or permanent dis- uh, disability, um, or if they have a heart attack, stroke, cancer, or maybe they can't do two out of the six daily living activities, mm-hmm. right? Any of those qualifying events allows them to accelerate their death benefit in life tax-free up to $1.5 million, right? I mean, how often have you guys heard of a car accident? Paying out somebody in life or a life insurance policy, paying out someone in life due yeah. to a car accident and that person's still living. Right. Right. Health insurance take care of the bills for the, the hospital. Yep. Right. Auto insurance take care of the accident. Yep. 
nothing to protect most of our income. Right. And that's where living benefits came into play and definitely blessed our family in a major way. That's so huge. That's so huge. And, um, you know, as, as you were talking and, and, you know, let's, 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 let me be open and transparent because many of y'all think like, oh, Eva got it all together. Like she's a <laughs> financial person. She got it all. Let's be real guys. Before I met David, we had insurance and it wasn't enough and it wasn't enough. And, and, and not until we got educated and he really broke it down to help us understand. And even then when you came into, into our lives, like, we started with little policies, like little policies, because I'm like, okay, hold on. Like finances need to make sense. Like we could only afford this monthly payment. But this was before Empower You was even created. Like this was when I was still, you know, in my network marketing days, which I was definitely making some money, but I also had a certain level of lifestyle. So I'm like, okay, hold on. I could only afford this. And I'm going to be real, like, man. Like, I wish I was like, no, like, we need to have million-dollar policies. It wasn't a million. Like, it was a $250,000 policy, which is still great. But that wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. So when when hubby, you know, had, like, it was always on the to-do list to increase and obtain, you know, obtain more policies, a, a bigger policy. Now, even though that $250 did come with the the, the living benefits, it wasn't enough. And and so, you know, when, when hubby passed, like, it wasn't enough. And and this is why I'm like, okay, we need, we need to share this information and not just get stuck with, I got something, it's enough. When really, if you got that years ago, it's not enough today. Because I don't know where you, where you're at, but food is more yeah, expensive. Yeah gas, housing, like everything increases. And we're forgetting about protecting our most prized possessions yeah, and making sure we're increasing that too. Yep. Yep. And again, that's a huge part protection. Want to make sure income's protected, family's protected. But now a lot of us need a reason to, to move forward with anything. Right. And as we're paying this premium, it's like, what's going on? Like, where's this premium going? I mean, yes, we want to protect the family, but we always feel like we have time to protect the family. So now once you understand and customize the policy fit to you, you understand, okay, this policy, this premium is working for me in multiple ways. I can use it to pay the permanent policy for 20 years and I don't have to pay it anymore, but it's protected for the rest of my life, right? Or I can customize it to where as I'm paying into it, create a tax-free retirement to last my lifetime, mm. right? I mean, how many of you guys are sick of paying taxes now? now why would you want to pay taxes in retirement when we're on a fixed income? And kids are out the house, right? Less write-offs, less dependents, right? So this is where we good. really go into detail or customizing the details of, do you want to pay tax in retirement? Well, let's customize a plan to help you reach that goal, right? Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about that because I know many of the, the people out there, including myself, I'm like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're talking about life insurance with living benefits, but now you're talking about retirement? How does this life insurance help with my retirement? Yep. Again, this is why the wealthy use it because it's a cash savings vehicle that allows them to grow without risk, okay. right? Indexing with the 0% floor, they don't lose money. And every dollar they take out of their policy is tax-free, right? And, and again, what I love most about it compared to other traditional retirement accounts, a lot of traditional retirement accounts uh, limit you on how many times you can access that money. Facts. Right? So now Facts. when you understand you're building 
your life insurance. You're building the cash value. You're basically creating a line of credit within your policy that you can now utilize, borrow against, and maybe pay off debt, pay off credit cards. And just like you pay the banks back, you can now pay yourself back. Okay. Right? That, that right there. <laughs> Let's pause. Let's pause. Because now, like, I'm sure everybody got the emoji with the little <laughs> in the brain. Um, let's pause for a minute there. But let's talk about how you're talking about traditional retirement type plans. Let's say, for example, the 401k. Mm-hmm. You could only touch that tax-free, penalty-free for certain reasons. Right. Right? But this, what you got, is complete. It, it, in essence, it gives you more benefits. Right. More options. More yeah. Options. More options and in and, and whatever time of need you, you have, right? So let's let's give that example, right? Because I, I know, like, I, I have a coach, coaching, financial coaching, credit coaching, and when people go through a hardship, they go and look at, okay, what do I got? What can I touch? Like, what do I have to remedy or to help with whatever hardship happens? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and some people resort to credit cards. That's one one way, not definitely not the best way, but people resort to credit cards. People resort to savings, liquid savings, because that's e- easy. You just get it. But then a lot of people, they're like, well, wait a minute. I got I got to retire. I got a 401k. Yeah. Like, how can I touch that? What are the limitations on that? Yep. So I, I talked, I mean, every 401k company has their different limitations. Uh, COVID has not, has, has not made it easy for people, right? They've actually placed more restrictions on a- accessing our money with, with 401ks. So I've talked to some companies who only allow you to take up two loans per year Yeah. or have two loans out at a time. Yeah. And you have to pay that loan back as you borrow the money. Yeah. Right. And if you want to ever withdraw money, there has to be a hardship going on, whether it's a medical concern or maybe you're doing an upgrade to your house. Uh, it has to be some kind of hardship. Maybe the spouse lost an income, right? So there's, there's very limited ways on for us to access that money, right. right? And of course, we've built and saved into that plan to create that money, but also with the policy, you could build and save into that plan, create money that you can now utilize and have more flexibility on when to utilize that cash value. So you don't need no reason to access the money that you just put in. Nope. Nope, you just no need reason a, at all. Nope, you just need to build it, right? I always use analogy. Wow. It's very similar to a property, right? Before you borrow from your house, you have to build appreciation, mm. right? Same concept with your policy. You have to build that appreciation in it. So, <coughs> you know, and again, like I was employee for seventeen years, and and even now, like even and now, I do, I do, I will admit, I, I I do coach a little bit different because of the new information that I have. But, you know, what are we taught? Like, we're taught to go to school, get a, get a good job, stay there till retirement, and make sure you put into your retirement plans. Okay, so we're putting into our 401k, 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 and then when life hits, we can't even touch that unless the 401k administrator, the company that it's with, says it's okay. All right, yep. And, and then, and then, not <clears throat> to mention, depends on who they choose to invest your money with, you could suffer losses. But over here, you put your money in, you put your money in, once it reaches a certain level in terms of dollars accumulated, now you can touch it for whatever reason. Whatever reason you like. Yep. So I've had clients borrow within the first four to five months of their policy, 
Some clients borrow within the first second to three. So it always depends on, again, how we customize and your how plan. much they're putting in yeah. based on whatever they got. Okay. Yep. okay. It's like when you got a house, yeah. right? Well, how much, how much do I need to save into the house before I borrow from it? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, how, what is the value of the house, right? A hundred thousand dollar house would only require you to save or have $20,000 of equity. Right. Million dollar house would require you to have $200,000 of equity, right? Mm-hmm. So it depends on so many parameters, right? How we fund the policy, the size of the policy, and of course our age. Wow. Right? But even going back to her point with, with accessing the money, I had a business partner, right? She didn't have an IUL. This was before she got into the business. Um, she w- w- had some issue, health concerns, and then she was diagnosed to have cancer. Mm. So again, boom, hardship. So she accelerated her for or withdrew her 401k to pay for the medical expenses and she lost 50%. Oh, early withdrawal no. penalty, taxes. Again, with the same million dollar policy I would have had, I could have access to up to $700,000 tax free. What? Again, just knowing your options, what? knowing what's out there for you guys. And this is where having that conversation to see, okay, what is the best fit for my future, for my family's future, and, and today. And in case, right? We don't know. We don't know when, we don't know what, but we know, we know we're going to pass at one point in time. And, and this is for me, it's like, we all spend money. The question is, is are we spending it in the right places, in the right vehicles, in the right people, in the right businesses for it to benefit you and your family the most man okay so i'm gonna let you guys know like this is gonna be a three-part series because this is like we got way (laughs) more to share and this is just the basics part right you know the recap we talked about the group life the whole the term the universal like the next episode like we're gonna take it up a notch we're gonna take it up a notch in terms of like what what the what the wealthy people are doing and 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 i'm not gonna even say wealthy the educated people right wealthy mindset wealthy mindset absolutely so uh, with that being said thank you guys we're gonna bring david back on the next episode we're gonna we're gonna dig deeper but man i am just so glad that you took time out of your day yeah thanks for having me to, to, to educate and empower everybody um guys you found value in this episode do me a favor and share Share this on all your social media platforms. It's on YouTube. Share it on there. You know, throw it on your Facebook. Share it in your stories. Because, guys, information changes situations. And that is exactly what Empower You is all about. We're here to help you live life on your own terms through financial literacy and credit education. All right, guys, have a great day. Bye. Take a look at what you see, what I become. It ain't hard to tell. Young legend, I'm an icon.